The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome to our show, Hope. I'm Tommy Wilson, uh, Director of Living Free Ministries. I'm here with my two good friends, Wesley Jackson, who is the Director of the Freedom Center, and our good friend Bobby Caps, who is... Of uh, the lead counselor at Crosswinds Biblical Counseling Center. So we're excited. Guys, it feels like summertime is here now. I mean, it's it's been pretty uh, good for July until uh, it's hot. It's going to be hot today and the next few days. This morning at 630 when I was walking, it was 77 degrees already. Yeah. Last night at 830 mm-hmm. or 9 o'clock, it was 81. So <laughs> it didn't cool down a whole lot. Well, I've, I've I've felt like it's been a uh, been creeping up on us slowly, but August is probably going to be a hot one since yeah. July was kind of mild. Well, if you, if you watch the national news, man, it's been hot everywhere. So well, it has hotter than here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it, it's we've had uh, rain and things. So, uh, uh, but you know, the good Lord don't call me in the morning and ask me what kind of weather I want today. <laughs> he just plans it out, and we're going to trust that and roll with that. But guys, our, our mission for the show is uh, to deliver some hope. Uh, we usually have some sort of message each week uh, that deals with some kind of hope. We all work, for the most part, in the addiction world and mess, with messed up folks in a messed up world. And, uh, and you know, our, our hope with that is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. We, uh, we depend on him every day to get through what we do, don't we, Tommy and uh it's such a blessing when we do see folks come to Christ and we do see lives changed. And uh, I was thinking about it and talking to a few guys about it that it don't always work out our way the way we're thinking it's going to happen. And sometimes it's a, it's a little more of a, prog- a little more progression and a longer prog- process than I was uh, We want to see for. these magic yeah. things that like where so, people go from one to zero. I mean, from what? Huh? From something, you know, from nothing to a whole bunch yeah. real fast, but it rarely happens it, that it way. Does. We, it's uh, usually a lot of stumbling and bumbling, and then we finally, the Lord finally uh, puts our feet on solid ground, and we can, well, even then, we're barely crawling. Well, I, I got a call yesterday from a, a dad concerned about his son there in jail, Tommy, and he uh, he said, you know, he's been to three rehabs, and I don't know if I should get him out of jail and this or that, and I said, well, here's the thing. Have a plan. Trust the Lord and, and just go with that plan. You know, you got to set some boundaries, but don't give up. And that's just the the best advice I could give that father at the time. And you could tell he wasn't wanting to give up. He just wanted something that was absolute. You know, I want something I know is going to work. Well, well, well that's I, I love to give you that, sir. And, and I can tell you what that was for me in my life was a, a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus. Now, whether your son wants that or not, that's a you know, that's a whole nother conversation, but I, that's the route I would take. I encouraged him to get in touch with the, the rescue mission, the Transformation Ranch. We were available. But find some type of Christ-centered recovery so he can cling on to uh, to the Lord and let the Lord clean him up. And that's that's our approach each week. And I tell multiple parents that, uh, multiple guys in jail, Tommy, I've been going to the courts now on Monday and get to interact with some of the guys there that's having problems, got legal problems, and, and it's the, the same Tell them all the same thing. Yeah. The Lord will straighten you up. Well, uh, and that's uh, that's our program today. We, uh, we're going to be talking about some of them things and some of the questions we get asked a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm going to the jail, I hope, right after lunch down in Prince County to see a couple guys. One of the guys I've been trying to work with for three or four months, and uh, uh, I just don't know. He... 
Uh, but our message is the same. It, it's the Lord Jesus. But Bobby, one of the questions that we get asked often, and we've helped many, I, I wish I could kept up with names and numbers over the years. I just don't. If I was in the number business, I'm in the wrong business because, uh, you know, somebody, we, we, we seen a friend yesterday, you know, a doctor there, he said maybe one out of 15. I said, yeah, but if it's zero out of 15, you may get one out of 15 the next. Mm-hmm. We just got to keep going. And over the years, we've sent many, many people to different programs and different facilities and things and, you know, the Home of Grace, Nashville, a rescue mission, uh, the but Dream it, Center. And, and Tommy, it's not, you know, the whole one out of 15 thing, you know, the whole kind of grading how good we're doing or yeah. whatever. It's like, you know, uh, I don't know if you've been married. I've been married for 40 years. Uh, I'm not positive I'm in the one out of 15 yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still got a lot of stuff I'm working on. Right. You know what I mean? And so I'm not positive that uh, if uh, we're trying to get people to arrive somewhere, mm-hmm. I'm not positive yeah. if we're shooting at the right thing. Well, you know, once God lays a hold of you and he begins right. to do his work in you, um, there's a lot of bump on the, uh, bumps in the road. You yeah. Know? But he, 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 hold, he, he holds up. My, uh, we was just talking, Wesley's going to be sharing this Sunday at Holly Baptist Church. And we, uh, put we it was out just, there. Yeah, there I just was going to put it out there. <laughs> there it but Y'all we are all uh, invited to hear. Uh, yeah, but I, I was, telling, I was yeah. telling him about, you know, the first five, ten years, I just had one thing. Drug, God took a drug addict and changed him into a dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you just said, Maria would say, yeah, he's. He's a good dad, but he's still got a long way to go <laughs> with being a good part. husband. Yeah. Well, I, I was just thinking when Bobby was saying that about the arrival or the yeah. destination, I'm thinking, boy, I, I'm a long way from that arrival, man. And this road does As get my wife. And this road yeah. gets bumpy. And we've been on Wednesday night. We've just read through uh, Acts in our Bible study there, and you know, and we talk about the Apostle Paul and all the hardships that he have after he came yeah. to Christ. You know, and and I. And I think about that, and in my own life, it's the life is so much better today than it was when I was in all that mess and yeah, in the right. doping. And but I still have struggles. It's just yeah, my struggles absolutely. look different, and I cling to the one that can get me through the struggles. So by all accounts, it seems like life is easier today. Yeah, well, because of that. Well, Natural. some of the questions and it is, uh, it is for sure. Some of the questions we always get asked and and uh, is. Well, how successful is that program? Yeah. You know, over the years, I've sent hundreds of people to the Home of Grace, and I think it's uh, one of the best programs there are in the country. They've been doing it almost 60 years now. What did he so, say? The guy over there said 50,000 people yeah. come through there, I think. Yeah. Almost. So, you know, but uh, we get asked, well, how successful is it? And what what's the ratio? How successful is that program? We get asked that a lot, and I've heard a lot of responses from, especially from mom and dads that sacrifice and sent their kids down there and their family there, and they come back and they're still a wreck. And you know, Bobby, you hear comments. Well, it just didn't work. It didn't stick with my son. And I've always thought, so no, your son didn't stick with the program. Yeah. It ain't the program. It, it's what we want to That's do right. with the program. And I've always said <clears> this. <throat> there's a couple of key things. You take what you learn from that program and bring it home and work it, it'll work. Yeah. But if you just leave the program at the door, yeah. and, you know, from here, from here on out, there's going to be people ask you that all the time. We say, well, what's your successful rate? Yeah. What's, what's the success rate? Well, we like to tell everybody – well, why don't you call Ronnie Martin and talk to that's Ronnie Martin? Hundred percent for Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, talk to Ronnie Martin. And this, this is this is this is the way I think about it, the whole success rate thing. This is here's the verse. You want to hear the success rate? Here's the success rate. Of all the people that the Father gave me, I will lose none of them. Oh, I will raise them ooh. up at the last day. That is 100% excess yeah. success Lose rate. None of them. Jesus none of them. is bringing oh, all good. of his sheep home with him. Where is that at? And that's in John 6, 38 and 9. And that's a success rate. Jesus does not fail. He will bring all of his sheep home with him. And that's it. And, and by the way, 
the Bible, Paul talks about some of us are going to be drug in as through the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we will make it home because Jesus is going to bring us home. Well, you know what I mean? And the th so that's a success rate. I'm, My uh, deal is that's why we point people to Jesus. We don't point people to sobriety. We uh, don't point people to getting their act together. We point people to the one who once he has laid hold of oh, you, he's going to bring yeah. you home. Well, we're going to be talking about that, and uh, I've got five components of that. Like I think it's important when you leave a program or you're starting this journey, uh, we're going to talk about them five components and continue to talk about this. After our first break, we got to go to our first break. But uh, as always, uh, going into our first break, we say thank you to all of our sponsors. You know, I went by and seen Bart Dorn the other day. And, I mean, Bart's just been a big part of what we do at the Freedom Center and uh, this radio show and things. So Gatlin's Pharmacy there in Tishomingo. Nick Bain, I, I talked to Nick a whole lot. So Nick, Nick's uh, re uh, running for re-election, but he's also a lawyer here in town, Nick. Nick's a big supporter of ours. And my wife, hey, I talk to her every day. A lot of times I'm just chasing her around town. Uh, but listen, uh, for all your real estate needs, reach out to Maria or my daughter, Olivia. Uh, Olivia is, uh, uh, has started real estate and she's been on fire. So any kind of uh, uh, real estate needs, buying or selling, she was listing houses yesterday. And Maria's out of closing this morning. So they're very busy. Reach out to them. But, uh, Wesley, we got some more supporters. You do the shout-out. Yeah, we got Perry Hudson and his uh, his business there, Hudson Window Solutions, uh, Crosswind Ministries, Bobby, Angel, Brett, all the good people at Crosswinds have been a big supporter of the show and uh, of all the things that we do, Tommy, so I'm thankful for them. Uh, Living Free Ministries, been in the community 20 years now, coming up. Uh, thankful for all the people and opportunities that Living Free has helped. Uh, the Freedom Center. Uh, we're thankful for our sponsors. Daniel Arthur and the local yeah. subways. Daniel's been a big he, part of He my, supports us Daniel's, in everything. Yeah, Daniel and his family. Uh, Daniel's like a brother. And so uh, go by and get you a flatbread or a footlong today. You can hey, splurge. Get you a footlong meatball. <laughs> Listen, guys, we're going to take a break. We're coming back and talk about the, uh, the recovery journey as you leave a program or you begin this uh, journey. It's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here in Corin, Mississippi on Highway 72. Man, it is it hot. It's summertime. Just right for water slide for your parties or your family reunions. We have several to pick from there at the store. Also, we have hot deals on mattresses. We've got $400 off of Kings on certain mattresses for this summer. Come see us right there on Highway 72. And remember, 
You gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our second segment of our show, Hope. I'm Tommy Wilson here with our good friends, uh, Bobby Caps and Wesley Jackson. I do want to put our phone number out there in case you want to text us something about the show or a comment. This is a text line only, 662-603-9829. 662-603-9829. You can listen to this anywhere in the world at supertalk.fm Corinth. Or if you want to go back and listen to it, if you've got somebody that you want to listen, get make sure they hear it. You can go to livingfreecorinth.com, click on the listen page, and we have all of our radio shows right there. So like a podcast page. You can click on today's uh, date and uh, our names, and uh, you can listen to this show. But, guys, when we, uh, in our first segment, we brought up some people's really concerned about the success rate of a program. And there's some long-term programs out there that throws out some really large numbers, like 70% success rate. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not here to argue that or not, but, I mean, if a guy completes a year-long program or 18-month program, uh, he, he probably does have a little bit better chance. Well, and usually, though, they, they quit checking after a year. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of guys, you, you know what I mean, basically I've stayed sober for a year after I went yeah. to a year-long program, right. something like that. And we've got a lot of guys in our program who went to rehabs and stayed sober two and a half years, but they're yeah. back at our rehab yeah. because they didn't stay sober that so, third year. And one of the things I've always answered them questions with is, well, how successful is your program or how successful is the Home of Grace? And I've always said this is it. If one uh, for the guys that l- graduates the program, leaves that program, and comes home and continues to do what they've been taught, find the church, find the support group, work on the relationships, get them a job. And Bobby, one of the things we've talked about for the last 15, 20 years, these guys or ladies that's married and has a spouse at home that's willing to walk through this journey. Has a little bit, I mean, they've got a big advantage. It ain't a little bit of advantage, yeah. it's a big advantage. And, and just that. So well, and especially if they're willing to do the work to shore that relationship up, which mm-hmm. almost every time is all broke, you know, and, and they broke it by their addiction and all their craziness. And then to come back home uh, to have somebody that's willing to work with them and while they're getting their wheels back under them is a big advantage for yeah. sure. And uh, so we... For a long time now, I've always had these things on my mind, and I'm, I'm someday I'm, uh, we're gonna put this in a pamphlet, and I, I just kind of want to throw them out today, and we can talk about them. But I, I think there's five major components in our life as we start this recovery, or I mean, whatever, wherever you're at, and uh, just trying to, uh, whether you're working through marriage problems or working through. Uh, addiction problems or whatever kind of problems you've got i think there's five major components there that you've got to kind of focus on to make this work and i just want to throw them out there guys and y'all y'all respond with them and and i i put this in this order the very first thing is when guys come back home or they start in this uh a uh, new journey is uh, find them a local church to be involved in. So I, number one is the church. And, and you know, you can also say community uh, because we can't be isolated. we got to find well, a place in you, the community. But, but I, w- I want to just say amen to what you're saying. It's the church. And, and the yeah, reason yeah. I need to say that in this day and time is that a lot of people have kind of traded uh, – uh, watching preachers on Facebook for the church. They've traded listening to good podcasts by a really good teacher uh, for the church. 
they've said, well, I ain't got no church, and so this is my church. And they end up talking about someplace in Ohio that they ain't never been to. And, and let me just tell you this. The church, God said this. This is in 1 Corinthians 12. It's the whole chapter about how he made the body. And he said that we cannot say two things. We cannot say, I don't need you. And we cannot say, you don't need me. And, and I'll tell you, if I'm, if I'm watching the church service in Ohio, I am not available to that body. And they're yeah. not available to me. Yeah. And, and, and if you want to grow, the Lord said in Ephesians 4 that he organized the church so that we would mature. Here's the problem with guys that are coming out of an addiction program. Here's the problem with all of us. It is that we need a spiritual environment where we can mature, where we can hear the Word of God, but not hear the Word of God, hear the Word of God, and live out the Word of God in a family. In the NIV, in that First Corinthians 12 uh, uh, passage it uses the word indispensable it says we're indispensable tommy you're indispensable to me and i'm indispensable to you and that's what the body of christ yeah. means and the thing is is it like this is how you used to say this all the time the addict needs a church and the church needs the addict right and that's the indispensableness and he, when paul is talking about the weaker part that is necessary that word necessary in the greek literally means we can't do without you the addict needs the church but the church needs the addict and and the thing is that guys i'm telling you that you will not grow i, I always tell guys in, in my uh, group there i talk of this i said imagine this if you've ever seen a skyscraper one of the things you don't know about the skyscraper is how deep the foundation is. And if you want to have a sturdy house, you must have a sturdy foundation. And Christ is the sturdy foundation. But here's the deal, is that I am growing in the grace and in the knowledge of my Lord Jesus Christ in community, in the community of the church. And what happens is it's like that or is just going deeper and wider and stronger. Just imagine that concrete truck backed up to your life and the and the, the foundation getting deeper and stronger. That's the church. And and we have to do that. I mean it and and we must do it. Have we met a single guy? Listen to this. I'll tell you uh, whether it's relapse or whether it is a guy who really makes it. Here's one of the things that we notice. When you ask a guy and say, hey, how come you relapsed? The very first thing he will say is, I quit going to church. The very first thing, almost every time we hear that, Tommy. And the thing is that, come on, we need the church and the church needs us. And you will not grow and you will not mature right. unless you're in the church. And I don't care how good the preacher is you're listening to on the Internet. No. I, you know, uh during COVID, it, it seemed like maybe the government tried to, I mean, I, I think they tried to keep us isolated and all that. And it, it really took a lot of people out of the journey. And last night, Dr. Pratt said when during that time there, you know, he was always used to having people, I mean, meeting everybody out in the parking lot, hugging on them and all that. And he said that took that away. And he said, all of a sudden, our identification wasn't a guy that was uh, um, wasn't a doctor that was out there making you feel at feel at home and making sure you was welcome and, and stuff. We need that. We need companionship. We need the company of the church. I need mature Christians in my life. I was fortunate to have them guys in my life. Uh, you know, a lot of it's come out of shame, Tommy. We need to know that we're known and loved. We need to be in an environment where everybody knows who we are and how we are and loves us anyways yeah. and stands with us to grow. The day grow I got, us up. When, when I got saved, when I got saved at East Bumble Baptist Church, that, that church really took me in. A lot of them, I remember some guys that just kind of took me in. Then when we come to Corinth, I come to a church and D. Dodd, David Dodd was the guy that took me in and and he walked a journey with me a long time i needed that and that's what the church is yeah 
and stuff. So that that I think that's the very first component of this. And Wesley, it's played out in your life. Well, it's Tommy. For me, it was something I didn't just need. I had to have that. There you go. I had set such bad habits and bad precedents in my life for so long that the, you know the scripture rang true of lean not on my own understanding that i needed god to put some godly men around me to help me to have understanding you know we encourage people to read our bible and that's where it started i started reading my bible but it didn't just start coming all the way alive and making perfect sense to me right off the bat it started speaking to me but i still had that old man i was dealing with and so my understanding wasn't always right so god put some older gentlemen that has been matured in their faith around me and and that's what you know in hebrews there it talks about not forsaking the assembly so that you can stir up in one another what's right yeah and i had to have that around me because if not i'll gravitate back towards my old ways because that that change isn't comfortable <coughs> and a lot of time in that change we'll we'll go back to what we know right well, the, the great metaphor in first corinthians 12 is the i can't say to the hand i have no need of you and i'm telling you guys if you're at the Freedom Center listening, or I don't care where you are listening, for you, those of you who used to be a part of a fellowship and you're not anymore, and and uh, and I don't, you cannot say you have no need of the body of Christ. You do, and and by the way, they can't say that they have no need of you because they do also. I've always said, find a place you like, find a place that you want to be a part of, find a place you love to give mm-hmm. to. And become a part there of There you go. Yeah, and stuff. So, uh, number one is the church. Let's do one more before we have to take uh, uh, Number two is recovery groups. Uh, a support group. Uh, a, a group like Living Free. And I've always said, you ain't got to be at Living Free, but you better be at some group. Yeah. Well, you know, it could be the Bible study at Pickwick mm. on Tuesday night or Tuesday morning at Sparks Restaurant. Uh, or somewhere, but we have to have a support group. So, I, somewhere I where you're keeping your eye on the ball, vigilance, where you're someplace where you can be vigilant about uh, continuing on, growing in grace, and get serious about it. You know what I mean? And, and where you can have accountability and people can call you into account, you can call them into account, James 5, you, a place where you can confess your faults one to another and pray for each other so that you can be healed, a, a, a place where you can share your burdens, uh, Galatians yeah. 6, you know what I mean? A, a place where you can catch each other in sin and care for each other. I mean, like all of these things are the things that the Lord talks about. And if you're not in a small enough group, like if you only go to big church on Sunday morning, you know, there's not close enough of a relationship for you to like do all these intimate things that the Bible's talking about. And so you've got to be in a small group. Well, that that was it for me. What Living Free played out for me in my early journey, Tommy, was that safe place to go around some other people that had struggled like me, that I could be transparent, that I wasn't afraid to uh, to chime in, to share. You know, I, I didn't feel like I wasn't, uh, my opinion didn't matter. Or I wasn't able to talk about the struggles that I had going on at that time. And that's, that's really what the recovery group did for myself in my journey was gave me a place to put my voice to, to ask, man, is this right? Is this what should be happening right now? You know, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know what should be happening, but well, I was able know, to confide in some folks there. Like Bobby said, I can put my Sunday smile on and go in any yeah. big church and look like life's together. Mm-hmm. But if I want to be honest, I'm going to find that support group you know, or that small group that I can be a part of and be who I am. And, and you, you know this. I'm, you know this. Trouble, you long t- you longtime church members know this full well. There's only a handful of people in that church that know who you really are. You know what I mean? But you need that handful that know who you really are because they know you and you know them and y'all are working together on the things that are tough, you know what I mean? And the things that nobody else knows about. Well, I've said it like this and we'll go to break after this. I've said you've got to have people in your life that you're that you're laughing with and that's the good thing. We we can sit around, that's a good time. Laugh with but you got to have people that I'm willing to cry with. And that's just being honest and telling who I am. If I'm going through a hard time, that I can cry with. But also, I need to be in that group that where people's going to be praying for me and praying with me. So I need to be part of that group where it's laughing, crying, and praying. And that's what we do at Living Free on Monday and Thursday nights and Saturday mornings, too. And uh, stuff. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and look at the next three. 
This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center, and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, They know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show, Hope. Uh, we're, we're walking through uh, the recovery world of transformation and trying to get your life back on track. And a lot of times we're talking to people that's been to a program like the Home of Grace or a treatment facility, wherever. These is five components we feel that's really important. And number one was Finding your place in a local church. Uh, Number two was finding your small group, your support group. And number three, Bobby, is is a vital one, too. And is that working back through my relationships. You know, it it took me and my wife a long time Mm -hmm. to walk through this. And we're still walking through it. If she was here today, it took her a long time. She'd tell you that it took her a long time to be able to trust me again. You know, it wasn't a three-month deal. It wasn't a six-month deal. It was more like five, seven years. Yeah. But just walking back through them, them relationships and those relationships in our life, I'm talking about maybe family first that we've destroyed. Yeah. Well, at least family first, right? Because yeah. we have hurt worse the people closest to us. Yeah. And whether, you know, whether it's mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, whoever we stole from, whoever we manipulated and worked and used. And most of us, it's also our wives and our children that we've heard. And, and restoring those relationships is vital because, because one of the things is that you have to humble yourself to restore the relationships. And that is the money. <laughs> That's the money right there is mm-hmm. like, I mean, you're not going to be okay uh, once you get that ego back involved and so uh but you know really rebuilding those relationships this was the importance if you're in if you're from an aa background in the fourth step that was clean up the stinking mess you know what i mean and and you and and in cleaning up the mess you're always sitting there figuring out what was my side not what the other person's side was you know what i mean and so Uh, friday i mean we're walking through the beatitudes on friday morning and i'll do my last one this friday morning but last week we we talked about that, and I, I shared with the guys 
the most powerful sentence you may ever say is, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. You know, mm. and, and by the way, mean that. Yeah, you for know, sure. And, and stuff. But walking back through relationships and building them relationships, we was built for companionship. Yeah. You know, we was built to have relationships. And, you know, walking through, matter of fact, comp- uh, number one was the church. You got to have relationships there. Number two was support group. I'm looking mm-hmm. for relationships there. And number three is building my relationships as far as my family back and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's some of the things I think is so vital in this, you know, if if you're gonna have a high success rate, here is here is some things I've got to do in my own life. Well and I'll tell you let, let, here's practical. So the practical is uh that I actually uh, see my support group three times a week, maybe, if I go to Monday, Thursday, and Saturday morning. Uh, I see my church family on Sunday, right, and uh, maybe another time. And all of that is kind of this isolated little box. But guess who sees me every day all the time? It's only a couple people. Knows me best. It's only a couple people. And the Lord says this. When two people are walking together in harmony, we can do anything. Mm. Then he says this. This is Ecclesiastes. He says, pity the man who falls alone. And we need that one companion who is wrapped around tight of us. You know what I mean? And And that's why Tommy was saying, you know, we are so much better if we have a spouse. But it's not just a spouse. It's a spouse who has we've reconciled our injury to who we act are back in harmony with and what happens is is that because i promise you you can't live life alone and if you think that you can live life alone the bible says without any difference it is not good for man to be alone and it says two are better than one and pity the man who falls alone you know uh, I, I lean on y'all too a whole lot me and wesley's together a whole lot but you know when I go home in the afternoon I've, you know, or at night and stuff or in the morning times, so I'm always asking my wife some questions too. Yeah. But it ain't always been that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's where we're at in our journey in things. But building that relationship back, Wesley. Man, that's, uh, that's been a journey that I've learned. Uh, I'm learning steadily. But one of the big pieces of that, uh, I think, goes right along with what you said earlier and Bobby said was the humility and the I'm sorry piece of that. You know, it says love believes all things, but love yields to things. And, yeah. you know, the the key identifier or marker of seeing a changed heart in someone, for me, Bobby, Tommy, is uh, that humility we're talking about is repentance. God yeah. will re- grant you repentance, and you will be able to say, I'm sorry, because I was wrong. I can take yeah. my part in the in the mess that I've made and I can own that and I can know that God's going to do something with that and restore it. But first I got to own that. I made Billy, a mess. Billy Graham 15 years ago said, you know, that loneliness is a pandemic. And what happens is, is that what Wesley's talking about is I have to, I have to humble myself so mm-hmm. that I can get close enough to someone and, and, and that Bible verse in, in uh, Ecclesiastes is not talking about your spouse necessarily. It's also talking about a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's talking about Jonathan and David. It's talking about that soul brother. Mm-hmm. It's talking about somebody who can go life with you. But what God's clearly talking about is this, is that he did not intend for us to live life alone. He yeah. t- intended for us to live life in community with dear friends, where we can uh, share with each other, where we can humble ourselves. Because my friend, my close friend, he's going to call me on my nonsense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and he's going to he and and he's going to say, "Ah, oh, yeah, okay, I hear your pride all getting back up." Here. Well, there's <laughs> one thing about like with my wife Maria, she she don't mind telling me when I'm wrong or yeah. if I, I, I handled this the wrong way. Yeah. Well, you know. well, that's Tommy. In in my journey here early on, is this the fact? Of the matter is, is that I thought I just need to get rid of the drugs and everything was going to be better. Yeah, you learned there's yeah. a whole lot. So more now, stuff when my I wife is get getting on of. me about my other stupidity, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, was that? But I'm not, not doing. Yeah, drugs. was that not enough? Yeah. And you know, but she's right. Yeah. And you know, and that's that's the humility part because our pride as men is like, well, you ain't gonna tell me yeah. who and how and what you know. And I 
I got to fight that each and every day yeah. to not let my flesh get in there and really to sit back and be objective in the moment and look and say, you know, maybe I am wrong, not only the, just with my drugs, but maybe right. with my selfishness the, the, and the putting he, myself before right my family on. and, you know, doing what I want to do before we do what we should do as a family. And, man, that's been part of the journey of restoring that relationship. In my the Hebrew scholars say that the word help meet uh, is uh, means the one who stands in front of me. It's like she's the one who calls me on my nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the one who sees, you know, my stuff and says, "No, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't right." Yeah, you know what Lord. I mean? She takes yeah. most of my pushback. Yeah, too. that's yeah. right. You know, learning, yeah, that's learning, right. you know, learning to communicate and building that relationship. So we we've looked at three. We've, uh, you know, the local church, the support group and our relationships. I'm going to give you this illustration. We'll go to the break because we're going to come back with the last two. Uh, but I heard this illustration about a professional rock climber. Guy that done it, he was, you know, that's what he, who he was. And uh, he went out by his, you know, he was by himself and somehow got his arm hung in a, uh, a place and he was stuck. He didn't have nobody with him. And the guy had to cut his arm off to save his life. Ooh. He had to cut his own arm off to save his life. And, guys, that can, that's what happens when we try to go by ourselves. Mm. We get stuck somewhere, mm. and it may be uh, we lose our arm or oh, leg because, yeah, yeah <laughs> just to get loose. I'm telling you, we need the church. We need our support groups, and we need to work on our relationships. Amen. All right, we're going to take a break and come right back. Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here in Corrin, Mississippi on Highway 72. Man, it is it hot. It's summertime. Just right for water slide for your parties or your family reunions. We have several to pick from there at the store. Also, we have hot deals on mattresses. We've got $400 off of Kings on certain mattresses for this summer. Come see us right there on Highway 72. And remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to our last uh, segment. Thank you for all the texts. We've had several people text. They say they're listening. That's encouraging us. I, I really appreciate that and, and things. Uh, we're talking about uh, walking through the recovery world, whatever that may be, divorce, uh, drug addiction, 
food addiction, whatever it may be. Uh, Billy Graham said loneliness, and all all this could come would uh, apply to that. We've looked at some uh, things that we feel like you got to have: the local church, the support group, building relationships. Here's number four, and I think it's a vital. Was in my life a job? You got to find a job. You got to be able to find. You know, I have people call and people come by our store. Well, man, I'm I'm looking for a job. I really need a job. Man, these jobs everywhere, and we, you know. I went to work at Subway when I was 32 year old, and I, I tell everybody that may not be your dream job at 32, but that's what I needed, and uh, I, I was able to stay there 15 years, and it played a vital role in creating who I am today because I had no uh, character integrity, I, I had no structure in my life uh, because of Subway. They they gave me structure at the time, and a lot of us needs that, and you know what? I didn't miss work. Yeah, uh-huh. well, one of the things that happens to us when we get all broken down is that we stop taking responsibility for anything. Mm-hmm. We're not responsible for our life. We're not responsible for our family. We, and we blame everything on everybody else. We're completely completely focused on ourselves and focused on no one else. And one of the things that a job does in a very practical way is it gets me to start taking responsibility for my life. I've got bills. I got to pay them. I got, and, and in order to pay them, I got to show up at seven and I got to work hard. And if I don't work hard and do what I'm told, I'm going to get fired. You know I mean? It just begins. It, it's just a practical way for us to begin to take responsibility for my life. And even when I went, when we were raising our five kids, 16, they went to work. What? And it wasn't because they, you know, they so much needed the money. It was, I wanted them to learn the, how to take responsibility for their life. I wanted them to learn that uh, hours work gives you $8 in your pocket, and then you can go buy some gas to run around with and with your friends. And, and, and the thing is, I wanted them to learn how to take responsibility. My kids are very responsible, but, and they're, they're, they're responsible. And, and so guess what happens? You look at guys where their lives just get all unwound and all messed up. They haven't taken responsibility. They've been mooches. They've been waiting yeah. on everybody else to take responsibility well, for I, them. That was my first job. <clears throat> I mean, when I went to when I got saved at 32 years old, one of the first burdens that I got put on me, and my wife was really telling me too, but I knew I needed to get a job. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in my life, I knew I needed to do something different. Yeah. And that, that was just a burden. and. And looking back, it was really a key part in developing who I am today. And I've still got a long ways to go. But, you know, one of the great things is is just being able to support your family in a uh, right way, uh, being able to do it uh, in a way that you're, uh, you can be proud of. You it, is also, it is also, think of this. It is also conforming ourselves to the design of God. Yeah. God Proverbs created us to be workers. Work. God created us to be workers, right? I was creating God's image. He worked. And and the thing is that and and he he literally designed us to work. And so you look at all of these passages where God says, Work hard with all your might as unto the Lord, and you look at all these passages, whether it's Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, all the way over in the New Testament, Colossians. in the epistles, you know, Colossians, Ephesians, where 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 work is a big emphasis on it. Why? Because ultimately, I'm not living my life for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm conforming myself to the design of the one who designed me. Well, that was a that was a picture of Christ, right? Serving. Yeah, he was absolutely. always serving. It was about others. That's right. And if I'm willing to uh, yield to myself today and do something for somebody else, not only just me, but for the greater good. Talk to Ralph on the way over, and that's a that was one of the, our topics. Was like you know. Uh, in my in my mess, it was just an individual effort. It was always about me Balance and the selfishness us, of that. Yeah. But whenever it became about others in my life and those that love me and loving them back, it was I wanted to do something that was going to benefit my family, not just me. And I wanted, like you said, Tommy, to be able to hold my head up about it at the end of the day and not worry about my door getting kicked in at the end of the day and being able to trust that uh, you know it, it was going to be all right and God would provide in those moments. But yeah. That's a that was a learned journey, as you said. We got we'll have to do this again someday and break it down. Maybe take each subject and do what each subject a week. What's at a the time. last one? But here's the last one. We've got number five. 
is money management. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Money management. And thank goodness we're running out of time yeah. on this one. Oh. But, 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 but let's start but here. Ecclesiastes 10.19. Money answers oh, all please. things. Mm. Money answers all things. And, and when God talks about that, he's not joking. He talks about it in the Sermon on the Mount, he ta- in, which is the sermon on how to live a Christian life. I mean, and, and he talks about it in all of these ways. It Money answers all things. And so meaning how you handle it, it, it tells you something. You know how the old preachers used to say, show me your checkbook and I'll tell you about your oh, whole yeah. life. Well, another guy told me one time, he said, man, you either got to learn how to handle money or it's going to handle you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a mess. Mm. Uh, God, God bails me out. But one of the things is, is learning how to handle that money and walk through it, learning to be a giver. One of the big things we've always talked about, when givers, when takers become givers, God starts cultivating something in your life that just starts producing blessings. God does something in your life when you're able to handle it in the right way where you can give more. Mm. And we've got a dear friend that challenges us. And, you know, each year, like this year, he gives 23%. Next year, he'll give 24% and, and just continue on. And, and man, that just challenged me. But yeah. the reason that some of us can't be there is because we ain't manage your money. That's right. Yeah. And so it is a currency it is a currency that is a testimony of our life. It really is. And how I'm, how I'm exchanging the currency that is the common currency of life is the story of me, right? And, so, and that's what uh, uh, Solomon means by it when he says money answers all things. It really tells my story if you want to look at it. It tells where my priorities yeah. are. It tells where my heart is. Well, we- you know what I mean? We're definitely going to have to come back. And uh, I like I said, I'd love to get this in a pamphlet someday where we can give to people and things. But that's the five components that I believe you got to work through and things. Let me give them to you one more time. Uh, the church, support group, uh, your relationships, your job, and money management is the five components that I believe uh, to make it successful. If you want your life to be successful and walk through this mess that you've created, there's five components. Listen, uh, we're running out of time. I want to invite you to Living Free tonight. Hey, two walking miracles tonight. Danny and Christy Austin will be sharing. We're excited about that. They got married 10 years ago yesterday, I think, in the county jail here. And that started a mess and, and created a big mess. But God's been faithful. God's done some amazing things in Christie's life over the last seven years. And now, over the last year now, God's doing something in Danny's life. And that'll happen tonight at 6 o'clock. You're invited. Come be a part of it. Uh, Dr. Field says we got one minute. Wesley, you always close us out. So just pray for our community. And guys, reach out to us. There is help. Yes, let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we just thank you today, Lord, for loving us for all the many blessings, for the opportunities, the second, third, and fourth chances you give us today, Lord. I pray if anybody's struggling in the community, they'd reach out, they'd look up to you and find the uh, the one and only answer, and that's a personal relationship with your son who died and paid all for our sins. I'm thankful and blessed, Lord, because of you. And we uh, ask you just be with us we go through this week. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.